This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. Fact Check This Podcast, episode 57, and if you've been paying any attention to me on Facebook for the past week or so, you probably already have a pretty good idea what I'm going to talk about. But in case you don't and you have no idea what I'm going to talk about, it's the big thing that's in the news everywhere right now, and that is all of the just police insanity that's going on. So we start out with the Dante Wright shooting, and... I, like, I I get it. The people that have talked about, oh well, he had a he had a warrant and blah blah blah. Like we've seen, we saw the warrants, and then there was more stuff that came out like later that oh no, you don't understand. They were arresting him because he had had a violent offense of some sort. Like we all saw the video. Like the, the, this was never mentioned at any point during the entire uh, exchange. Like. From from beginning to end, like nothing about this that came up. They, it was a warrant for some misdemeanors, and like, and the reason he got pulled over was for some expired tags, or 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 if that was even, uh, it, I think it might have been even um, the things hanging from his from his rearview mirror, the uh, air fresheners. What what? <laughs> What sort of a fucked up society do we live in that it requires pulling somebody over for having air fresheners hanging from their rearview mirror? Or that we need to pull somebody over because they've got an expired registration? Like, there is absolutely nothing that is being accomplished by pulling somebody over and dragging them out of a vehicle for an expired registration. Like, who does that serve? Who in the public is that serving? I don't give. Two shits if somebody's driving around without an expired registration. It doesn't hurt me any. Uh, like, if you've run the tag and you see they have an expired registration, send them a fine in the mail. Why do you have to... Why does there have to be an interaction at all? And okay, he had warrants. There were three officers on scene for this. Two of them were big dudes. And Dante Wright was not a big dude. And yet somehow the guy who was cuffing him couldn't put the cuffs on him. Like you can see him, he gets out of the car and puts his hands behind his back. Like he's not making a, any effort to resist. The guy just fucking fails to put cuffs on him. And then when the female police officer walks up and grabs him by his arm, that's when he pulls away and gets back in the car. And then of course we get to the just complete bullshit of it that she pulls her gun Instead of the taser, like, you can yell taser until you're blue in the face. It's a gun in your hand. like, And she holds the gun out away from her body, pointing it towards him. Like, You should be able to see that's not this big yellow fucking thing that should be over here in this side, the taser. That's very clearly a gun, you know? Like, just... And I don't care. I don't care that she got fired or no. She didn't even get fired. She she resigned. Like the, so, they need to strip her of any any potential for a pension at any point in the future, and she needs to do jail time. Period. I mean that's if if we're going to have real 
change in the policing community, you have to strip these motherfuckers of their pensions and make them do jail time when they break the law or when they do something wrong. Quit letting them get off with a slap on the wrist and a fine. And I guess she... Did they put her in jail briefly? I think they might have. Uh, so, but that's what needs to happen. Like, they need to... But the fucked up thing is... Yeah, so they they put her in jail. And she posted $10,000, uh, her $10,000 bail. But I guarantee you, she didn't post that bail. Like, she didn't pay the $10,000. That came from the police union which is funded by the taxpayers. So the people of that community posted her bail. That's that's where all this comes down. Like like I was talking about last Monday, the the guy that was suing the the officers that drug him out of his that uh maced him in the face and then drug him out of his car and uh you know, threw him on the ground and everything else in Virginia. He's suing him for like a million dollars. And he'll probably win. And I hope he does win. But it doesn't accomplish anything. Because none of those guys lost their pension. To my knowledge, none of those guys are going to jail. That million dollars, they won't be liable for that. None of them will actually pay that. That'll come through the police union and through the police department. And all of that is taxpayer funded. So the average citizen is actually paying for their malfeasance. That's the fucked up broken system that we live in and are operating in. None of them, it doesn't matter what the punishment is. They're not actually the ones getting punished. Such a, the qualified immunity has got to come to an end. That's the only way that any of this like gets any reasonable, legitimate change at any point in the future. And and then we get to the next case, the uh, Adam Toledo, who did as he was told. And I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter what any of the lead up to that point was. Like the officer yelled at him to drop it and put your hands up, and he very clearly puts his hands up and is shot anyway. Uh, if you're just some trigger happy uh, Freddy cat then you shouldn't be given a gun. You shouldn't be in this position. You should consider a different line of work, something that doesn't require you to interact with the public or have the ability to end somebody's life on the spot. Like, there's due process. There are, the you know, the reason that we have the process is so that you can figure out what's going on. Police were not meant to be judge, jury, and executioner. This isn't some judge dread society that we're living in, regardless of what these motherfuckers might seem to think. There, there is due process. You don't get to just shoot somebody because they were being somewhat uh, disrespectful or because they pulled a little bit. Like, and and I have I have been very I have been very clear from. Uh, since last year, that I don't think any of this is. <clears throat> yes, I do understand that there is a extent to which raci- racial stereotypes 
play a part in the way police handle things. But I don't believe that any of these instances were in and of themselves racism. They were, they were not some, like these aren't a bunch of white supremacist cops just going around looking to kill black people. These are over empowered cops who are using their authority in a extrajudicious way. And that's the problem that we have with the system. Yes, there is racial profiling and stuff like that that goes on, but it's not racism that is at the heart of what happened here. It is a police problem. And it, it's like it's like going back to George Floyd. There were four officers there, and I think they already had him in handcuffs. Why the fuck do you need to put a knee on the back of his neck at that point? Leave him writhing around on the ground. Create a, uh, create you know, create a bubble around him and let him flail. If he dies on his own because of the fentanyl overdose, at least then you don't have a nine-minute video of you, you know, curb stomping his ass out. The the Dante Wright. There were three officers on the scene. It really required you to shoot this motherfucker. Like the three of you aren't able to. Pull this skinny kid out of his car and get him in restraints. And then we get to a video that I posted yesterday that was from protests and stuff going on in Louisville. There were seven, seven, seven police officers from Louisville Metro that, and this guy, admittedly, this guy is a big guy. And he was running his mouth, but he was standing there, hands behind his back, letting them cuff him. And the arresting officers are clearly fucking incompetent because for some reason they can't seem to get the cuffs on him and get around his shirt. And then, so then they start yelling at him. They drag him to the ground. One of them starts punching him in the face all because they're fucking incompetent and they can't get the cuffs on him. Every single son of a bitch in that video should be fired immediately. And the one who was punching him in the face should be in jail for assault. Pension stripped. If this is the way you're going to behave when you have the uniform on, you shouldn't have the fucking uniform. You should be evicted from this job and you should have to go do something else. Clearly you're a power mad. uh, Just want to beat people up. Go be a fucking bouncer somewhere and do it there. But you shouldn't be getting paid taxpayer dollars to assault people and harass people on a daily basis, basically. And this has got me to the point of just utter infuriation. And I don't want to hear any of the bullshit excuses or the, like, like, you can go back and look up everything that George Floyd had ever done wrong. None of that was relevant to the situation at hand. You can go back and you can look at everything Dante Wright has done wrong for his entire, very, very, very fucking short life. None of that was relevant to that situation. You can look at that Adam Toledo kid. And sure, he was some sort of a little fucking terror. There are kids like that everywhere. When he was told, drop it and put your hands up, and he throws it down and he puts his hands up, you don't fucking shoot him. When the guy's standing there, not fighting in any way, and you can't put the cuffs on him, 
That's your fucking problem, not his. You don't drag him to the ground and start punching him in the face because you fucking suck at your job. The bullshit police academy that they go through to be allowed to do this, if we're going to put life and death in the hands of people like this, they need to go through life and death type of training. They need to have four to six years of classroom training, learning everything they need to know. This is the... Half of these police officers don't even know most of the laws that they're enforcing. Now, if, if, I, if I went into my job and I didn't know how to do half of what I'm supposed to do, there's no fucking way I would be able to keep my job. But with police officers, they don't know most of what they're supposed to be enforcing. Uh, and yet they do it anyway. Do it wrongly. And get away with it. Because they have immunity. I think there was a good analogy for these you know, roving gangs of police officers that are just hiding out, looking to harass and find people. If the fire department came around every so often and just sprayed my house down, so that in case there might be a fire at some point, like that's that's the same deal. Like that would be outrageous. That would be insane. There would be no purpose in it. If there's not something going on, why do we need all of these motherfuckers out just roaming around looking for people to harass? I got pulled over one night for it was like 10:30 at night. Nobody else anywhere in sight, and I rolled through a. Uh, stop sign making a right hand turn so i yielded and made my right hand turn and i got pulled over because i didn't stop at the stop sign dude pops up out of nowhere and gives me a ticket for rolling through a stop sign when there is literally not another soul anywhere in sight middle of the night tell me why when i get off work at 3 30 in the morning and i'm on my way home in the last four weeks of working the night shift Three separate occasions, I've had a cop pull out from his hiding spot and follow me at least two miles down the road. I'm doing the speed limit coming home from work at night. This shit is outrageous, and it has to be put to a stop. Like People are not gaining more respect for the police after all of this. Like, And the really fucked up thing, the thing that you, that you really, really need to be putting into consideration for all the back the blue bootlicking dumbasses you you may stand against gun control you may be against vaccine passports you may be against mass mandates you may be against all of these things that the biden administration and that the increasingly progressive uh legislatures in your states and federally are doing you can be against all of those things at the end of the day the person that's going to enforce that shit it's the guy that you're backing the blue with, the guy that you support with your little sticker. They are the enforcement wing of the government. And I don't think there will be very many of them who say, no, I won't do that. Because there are already a ton of unconstitutional, totally bullshit laws on the books as it is. And they still go out and they enforce them every goddamn day. 
they are not going to stop doing this just out of some sense of uh, moral or morality or doing what's right or anything like that. When their boss says, you go do it, they're going to go fucking do it. Period. And moving on to a slightly lighter topic that I had wanted to get into and hadn't really intended to go quite so long on the, the first part of this, but nonetheless, we'll still make it work. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about hiring issues and you know the continued uh, economic bubble that's being created through all of the, the COVID-related uh, uh, stimulus funding and everything like that, the, the relief packages and what have you. So we're coming up on over a year of extra unemployment benefits for people, of a foreclosure moratorium, of multiple stimuluses going out, economy being shut down, or at least stymied for the vast majority of the country, and no end in sight for any of this. Like for all the the positive things that have come from, say, Florida, Texas, uh, you know, Georgia uh, never was completely locked down. Uh, South Dakota, some of the some of the you know frontier states that are lower population, so they haven't had the issues anyway. There are still the Californias, the Calif- uh, the New Yorks, Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky is still under lockdown and mass mandates because of Bashir and because of a completely gutless, worthless fucking state legislature of a bunch of Republicans that won't actually do shit about it. I mean, Indiana's the same way. Like Right now, the mass mandate's been ended, but Holcomb's a fucking tyrant and the Republicans are all a bunch of pussies. So at any moment, like all we need is for cases to just go up just a hair, just a hair, and we'll be right back in it. Like, I have absolutely no doubt about it. So for all the, you know, for all the positive things that are out there with with stuff opening back up and moving forward, there's still a lot of uncertainty about it. And and the big problem that we're seeing is like businesses are open. Things are happening to some extent and nobody can get workers. And there was some dumbass post that said, you know, if uh, if you can't get workers to come off of <laughs> off of unemployment to come work for your your business, then you're paying poverty wages and your business shouldn't exist. Yeah, fuck that dumb bitch. Uh, that Lowe's pays starting out anywhere from twelve to fifteen dollars an hour, and that's for like part time seasonal work. That's not even for the full-timers. So, I mean, that's, you know, the fight for 15, it's right there. Uh, my wife actually interviewed a guy for a position that it probably would have started out in the $18 an hour range, and he turned it down because he was making more on unemployment. I mean, this isn't about the poverty wage bullshit. It's the level to, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the level to which they are propping this shit up and making it unreasonable and untenable for any company to hire and the the warehouse that i work at we start out uh anywhere from 14 to 17 dollars an hour like 
you're right there. You're you're at that, you know, what they they claim is the the living wage or whatever whatever. And especially in this area, you know. But people don't want to work because they can stay at home and draw unemployment and make more without having to actually put in any effort. So the government has created this bubble and I I think it's deliberate. I think they're going to extend this thing out for as long as they can or as long as they, they need to until all of the major businesses or, you know, all of the small businesses like everywhere that has jobs until all of those are closed down. And then what they're going to do is they're going to pull the rug out from under all of these dumbasses' feet and just put an end to all of that extra unemployment money and put them back in legitimate poverty rate wages with their unemployment. And then when all of those people go scrambling back out into the workforce looking for jobs, the jobs won't be there because the businesses will have closed and those jobs won't exist anymore. And then that pushes all of those people right back into the government's arm, asking for, just begging for that tit, needing, needing it, because they're not going to be able to make it without it. And I fully suspect that at about the same time, they will drop the foreclosure moratoriums and every one of those banks is going to come, come calling. Where's my money? Where's my money? If you can't pay up, you're out in 30 days. They're going to push everybody to the brink of homelessness and starvation so that they'll all come clamoring back, begging, begging for a big daddy government to give them some more money and to take care of them so that, so that they can make it. That's, that's my theory. I'm not even going to say I hope I'm wrong because I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell. <clears throat> snowball's chance in hell I'm wrong about this. This is what's going to happen. And I give it about three months, maybe four. But like, we'll get into we'll get into May, June. All the COVID numbers will have tapered off. And a sufficient number of people will have had their vaccine that they'll decide, okay, we can we can move forward now. And they'll drop all that shit all at once. Just like I said, just pull that rug right out from under their feet and leave them high and dry. And that's going to be awful. And once the people come crawling back, clamoring for, please, please take care of us. We can't do this without you. That's when they'll roll out their infrastructure plan. That's when they'll tack on an extra trillion or two to it. That's when they'll overhaul everything and completely tank the whole fucking system. That's what's coming. Do you have a guard? Are you able to hunt? Do you have assets or things of value outside of your bank account? Do you have appreciable skills that you can provide to your community, to your neighborhood, to the people that may need things? Because if you don't, when all this hits, 
you are going to be fucked. Might be time to start honing on, honing up on some of them skills. Might be time to uh, learn how to be useful to society other than be a white slave. I will say I hope I'm wrong. I just, I don't think there's any chance that I am. That'll do it for today. I will be back Wednesday to talk about, um, I'm actually, unless something like completely dumb happens between now and Wednesday, uh, I'm actually going to get back into some of the COVID stuff, looking at numbers, the vaccine, all the, uh, the bullshit that's going on with the vaccine. So, so if you want to talk about COVID vaccine, check back on Wednesday. And until then, hope everybody has a good one.